Alright. O oh God, our help in ages past, our hope for years to come. This is written by the great hymn writer Isaac Watts. And these words remind me of what a great privilege uh, we have of being in this historic parish where for nearly 140 years, generations of the faithful have worshipped the living God on this hallowed and beautiful ground. This parish was born out of a group who was studying the Bible and who found in God's Word a mandate to reach out and to care for those around them. Harriet Beecher Stowe and her farming friends were instrumental in the care and education of freed former slaves, in the economic survival of Florida during Reconstruction after the Civil War, and in the care and preservation of the abundant wildlife and natural beauty of Florida's environment. And they did all of this because their noses were regularly in God's Word. Church of our Savior, this is our heritage. Study and service. And so what a privilege it is to stand before you today as your rector and confidently declare that the God who has brought us this far will continue to lead us and to guide us into the dream that He has for us. Oh God, our help in ages past, our hope for years to come. We are going to continue to seek Him faithfully in His Word, and we will continue to glorify Him in reaching out to those around us. And so, this morning I want to talk a little bit about where we've come in this last year, and I want to talk uh, about how we are discerning where we're going. Again, I want to thank, as we get started, uh, those four vestry members who have been with us uh, this whole time, Michelle Elisano, Mark Gentry, uh, Melissa Gostage, and Wayne Plummer, And I want to also tell you that your senior warden for this upcoming year is Teresa Myers. Teresa Myers. Now, I am hopeful that 2018 did not look the same on the outside as it did on the inside. And what I mean by that is that I hope for you that the church seemed consistently and increasingly vibrant despite the fact that on the inside, it was definitely a year of transition. A year ago, Kurt Clendaniel retired after 20 years of great work as our facilities manager, and at that time, Bill McCabe was somewhere between getting his feet wet and drinking from a fire hose. (laughs) But now he has the place looking, in my opinion, better than ever. Because as Bill likes to say, the sermon starts in the parking lot. (laughs) The consultants from Ministry Architects began to offer their help about a year ago, helping us do the work of reconstructing our youth group and reinvigorating our children's ministry. And so for the first half of the year, Father Trent and a hand of faithful volunteers led the youth group through an admittedly lean season. And at that time, we were also in a search process for our next youth minister. We were poring over resumes. We were conducting numerous interviews. And this, of course, led us to the wonderful Bethany Dixon, who is doing a fantastic job. Then no sooner had she come in than we found ourselves in need of another search process. 
This time for an executive assistant to manage the office and to manage me. And we could not have possibly found a better fit than Elaine Allen. She is three months in and already way up the learning curve. These search process took, processes took a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of focus. Uh, and operating in the meantime without a full team felt, uh, for the rest of the t- staff, uh, difficult. Uh, each one had to pitch in and had to take on jobs that they weren't hired to do, and they did so with energy, willingness, and excellence. So thank you to the staff. And we also relied very heavily on some wonderful volunteers, very generous, so thank you to you as well. And while in the short term the ministry felt a little halted, at least on the inside, uh, there was a real positive that began to take place as well. The ministry architect's process began to have an impact all around the church, and we began to see both the necessity and the means of creating sustainable programs in every aspect of church life. We have been learning from them how to pursue operational excellence in the systems of how we do church in every area of our ministry. And I expect this is going to continue to take shape even over the next couple of years. And so for me, this has been a season and a year of learning and then applying and then evaluating and tweaking and trying again. But God is so good. Even in the midst of the transition and the hiring and the learning and the reworking, God graciously gave us Many successes. We had lots of new faces join us, with annual attendance increasing by approximately 10%. We had great Lenten and Easter seasons of worship, including the premier performance of Bob Moore's amazing and moving cantata, Oh for a Thousand Tongues. The summer programs were predictably phenomenal. We had a couple of very wonderful, very well-attended fellowship events, because, you know, we like to eat. (laughs) Just off the top of my head, I can think of at least five new Bible studies and small groups that started in 2018. And we figured out a few new ways to offer compelling invitations to our neighbors. The food truck events and the live nativity were incredible successes. Not only were they very well attended, but they were fun. I mean, leave it to Church of Our Savior to figure out how to make evangelism fun. (laughs) These were events that you could be proud of and happy to invite your friends to, and you did. And we've also seen a few new folks in the pews as a result of these efforts. We're excited to continue these events this year. Mark your calendar, March 1st, food trucks and rockabilly music. And we will see what doors God opens uh, as a result. So thank you. Uh, Thank you for giving of your valuable time. Thank you for giving your creative and energetic talent. Thank you for giving your finances to make all of these things happen. This is your church. And you are the face of the church. To each other and to the community. You are the face of the church. I thank God. That you as a church body, as a church family, that you are not content simply to come and sit through a service and take communion and leave as if there were, this were some sort of chaplaincy. This is your church. 
You are the empowered people of God. Wherever you are, you are the church. You are the face of the church. And the church's mission is your mission. So thank you. Despite the transitions we had in 2018, it was a great year for Church of Our Savior. Thank you, and above all, thank God. Oh God, our help in ages past. Our hope for years to come. So where do we go? What about these years to come? Where do we go from here? What does this year hold? And what about beyond that? How will the God who has helped us for ages past lead us into the years to come? I want to tell you, just to start, that the staff does have some exciting plans. Beginning February 10th, we will be adding a few instruments at the 5.30 service. It's going to take on a little jazzier, a little more modern feel to it. Still a prayer book, Eucharistic service. A little different feel. Maybe that will appeal to some of you. And we hope, it will, we expect, it will appeal to a wider audience in our community than it has in the past. Alongside Created for a Purpose, we are planning to add Built for a Purpose. This is a program for boys uh, designed to help them learn from the men in our church that they were made in God's image, that God delights in them as boys, and that God has great plans for their life. This is going to happen July 11th to 13th. And for more information or to volunteer, please contact Beth Lunsford. And if you don't, she's just going to assign you a job. (laughs) This year, we are uh, going to be shoring up some of our processes, like the way that we follow up with visitors, like the way that we monitor and communicate to you about our finances, and the way that our staff approaches collective goals. We're going to be evaluating our internal and external communication processes. And I need to tell you that for the time being, Bethany Dixon is going to be our communications coordinator. You can tell from the very beautiful bulletin that you have in uh, your hand and from the e-news that you have been receiving that she is very good at this. But it is not what she was hired for. Uh, This was a financial decision. And we hope to hire a communications coordinator later in the year to free her up to focus on the very important work of youth ministry. So you're going to hear from, uh, we've also hired uh, Angela Boyd to to give us woo-woos at appropriate times. (laughs) So you're going to hear from Wayne Plummer in just uh, a minute, our outgoing senior warden, about the 2019 budget and sort of why that that all had to happen like it did. Uh, We're going to continue to encourage small group participation uh, this year where a dedicated group of folks can come together to have some Bible study and develop deep friendships. I believe this is an incredibly important part of our growth uh, in the future of our parish. And we're going to have four or five food truck events, and we're aiming for another live nativity. Uh, These are all things that we're going to do but the question that remains, from, in my mind anyway, is what kind of church are we going to be? What are you excited to help create, to help grow, to invest in? What do you need from your church? What are you prepared to offer? What sorts of ministries are on your heart? What, who do we need to reach? What will, we, will, what will we be known for in this community? What is the heart of this parish? The truth is, I've got all sorts of ideas about that. 
And I can just tell you what those are and ask you to get on board. But before we get too much further down this journey together, we need to hear from you. We need you, as a growing church family, to answer these questions. And so to help with that, I have um, put together a wonderful, very savvy group of long-time and dedicated parishioners. For lack of a better term, I've called them the Strategic Planning Commission. And their main task is to discern the heart of the parish and then to come up with some ideas about that. Their job is not to implement those. That's going to be your job. We're going to talk about that once their work is done. But their job is to find out what you are excited about. And to tell you a little bit more about that, I'd like for Rick Daver to come up uh, to the microphone. Good morning, good morning. Well, as Father Joe just mentioned, uh, he's called together a group from our congregation to start planning and looking at the long-range plans and desires and goals for us as a congregation here at Church of Our Savior. Um, so we put together, a, we've, we've been calling it a long-range planning team, the strategic planning, planning long, long-range strategic planning Put whatever adjectives you want in there. It all sounds really important the more we put. Um, our group is pretty small. Uh, I'll read off the members here. Duke Addison, myself, uh, Lynn Geiger, Joe Gibbs, Lenora Gregory, Mark Laborde, Wayne Plummer, and George Robbins. So if you know any of those people, and after we talk a little bit about this, if you've got some exciting ideas and thoughts or complaints or whatever it is, find one of those people. And, uh, and let, us know, let us know what those are. So under the direction of the vestry, our mission is to identify the factors that will shape and support our congregation for the next five to 10 years. So we're talking 2020 to 2025, maybe a little beyond that, all right? Everything you've heard so far today, financial reports, budgets, all that is looking at the near-term stuff. We're not gonna worry about that. We're gonna worry about that period afterwards. So what, how will our congregation be changing over that period? Will we be getting younger people? Uh, are their needs different than ours? Whatever it might be. How will the needs of, for worship and programs and our physical facilities and our financial resources, how are those things going to change in order to meet those requirements? Which elements of the parish do we want to continue to grow? Which ones do we want to just keep the same because they're doing great? Which ones maybe need to change or be eliminated? So these are all things that are important to this long-term process. These aren't questions that this, these are some of the questions, excuse me, that this group will be exploring. And the exploring won't be just limited to the members of our small team. As Joe has mentioned, it's gonna require input from all of us in our congregation. If we just keep doing what we're doing now, yeah, 2025 will probably get here. Um, Odds are pretty good. But what will this church look like? Will we be ready to meet the needs of the congregation at that time? And what about the needs of the greater Mandarin, St. John's, Jacksonville community? What about those needs in that time period? The end result of, of being ready rarely happens by accident. And the task of getting ready doesn't belong solely to the rector and to the vestry. Since Christ calls all of us to be disciples, this is a task that we all need to take on. 
So in the coming months, you'll be invited to participate in a variety of surveys, discussion groups, where your input's gonna be of great value. So we hope that when you have that opportunity to contribute, that you'll make your voice and your views known. Uh, in addition, you can always hunt down one of us on our team and, uh, and relay your thoughts at that time. So today in this place, we should all consider ourselves as very fortunate beneficiaries of God's grace and the generations of those that have come before us. In the same way, we also have that obligation to plan for the needs of those that are going to come here after us. So our long-range planning team, strategic planning group, uh, we look forward to working with you to make that happen. And we want to help you provide the means for everyone to grow in their relationship with Christ. Thanks. That's really what it's all about. There is nothing greater or more important in this world than having a relationship with Jesus Christ. And the way that God has given for us to do that is through our participation in the life of a, of a vibrant and spirit-filled church. And so whatever we're going to be, we're going to be vibrant and spirit-filled. We're going to reach out to invite, to welcome, to be available, to be a vibrant beacon of the hope and the grace of Jesus Christ to a world that is desperately in need of it. We're going to diligently nourish the faith of those who are here, and we are going to be a lighthouse for the gospel in Mandarin and beyond. And we're going to be a resource for more and more vibrant ministry throughout the Diocese of Florida. We want to increase our ability to send more people and more dollars to organizations like Her Song and Fresh Ministries and St. Mary's Episcopal Church in downtown Jacksonville and St. Andrew's Episcopal Church in impoverished Interlochen, Florida to our companion parish in Cuba, and to establish more missionary partnerships, both locally uh, and abroad. And speaking of local missions, did you know that there are 10,000 new homes being built in northern St. John's County and hardly any churches? What can we do about that? Oh God, our help in ages past, our hope for years to come. Now in just a minute, the senior warden is going to come up and talk to you uh, about the budget, and he's going to make a plea. But here's my plea. Pray. Pray. Would you please diligently add to your prayers to make the commitment to pray earnestly, daily, to pray the words of Scripture for your church, that together we might become the church that God dreams for us to become? Pray about how you might be involved in that dream. Pray about how you might give to that dream. Pray how, about who you're going to invite into our church's story. Pray for people in our neighborhoods and in our lives to come to know Jesus. We were founded through Bible study that led to outreach, that led to transformed, vibrant Christian lives. May it ever be so for Church of Our Savior. Oh God, our help in ages past, our hope for years to come. Amen. Amen. Let's now ask uh, Wayne Plummer to come up and tell us about the budget for 2019.